This Side of Country with Trav, supporting new artists and celebrating the legends on 95.9 KRFF. It's a brand new year, and coming up tomorrow, coming up Wednesday here, we got the brand new season of Startup Brew. If you don't know what it's all about, we're going to tell you what it's all about. We've got in studio, the director here, we got Jenny Sheets. Good morning to you. Good morning. How is your new year going so far? I understand you went to L.A., we just got back. I got to tell you, I love Fargo. It was a little hard to get off the plane. <laughs> right. It was a little blustery and cold. Um, <laughs> LA was wonderful. It was just a nice little escape. But coming back here, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can find parking. Yeah. And it's easy to get around. So, Did you experience the 405 parking lot in LA? I don't think so. No. What is that? The 405 parking lot is, uh, well, it's a freeway. Uh, it's, it's a freeway, a but it but it doesn't move very quickly, <laughs> so it's it's more so a parking lot than it is a freeway. I get it. I get it. Yep. We were lucky. We traveled on weekdays, and we rented a car. They gave us a white Camaro. <laughs> I mean, talk about like mom and dad going to L.A. right on vacation. <laughs> and uh, we traveled super early in the morning because we have a toddler, so yeah. we're up so early. So I think we avoided the traffic. Oh, we did good all right. for you. Good I for know. you. What are some of the things that you took in while you were in L.A. there? Oh, so much sunshine. Yeah. Tons of sun. We were on the beach. Yeah. I just loved, we stayed in Santa Monica, and so we spent time there in Venice Beach, and just walking around and seeing all the color, and all the different characters, and all the artists on the street. It was so, it just filled my bucket. It was amazing. What was it about LA that that is where you you chose as a destination to go on a little vacation? Out of any place you could go to here in the US, LA, why Uh, there? Yeah, I get that a lot of, why why LA? And somebody said to me yesterday, they said, when I picture LA, I picture the traffic and the smog. Why did you choose LA? Yeah. But I pictured the beach. I I got Venice Beach in my head, and I thought, I want to eat a taco on the beach. <laughs> and I got it in my head and I couldn't get it out of my head. So Was we it everything you w- hoped it would be? Oh, and more. And more. It was incredible. I Fantastic. highly recommend it to anybody. Love it. Jenny, I learned something new about you besides uh, your trip to L.A. here. You also went there because you wanted to check out skateboarding. I did not know you were a boarder. Do you actually get on a board and skate yourself? I occasionally do. I just started this last summer. I... I don't even remember how I got... You know, actually, I do. I was talking to an entrepreneur, Tom Kemmer. He started the North Dakota Skateboard Association, and he reached out to us, which we'll talk about in a little bit, um, at Emerging Prairie, and said, I need some help with the business. Come check out our skate park. I thought, okay, well, I'll come say it. And he said, and you're going to get on a skateboard. Right. But no, there's no way. That's not <laughs> happening. And uh, But my, my husband had a board, so yeah. I grabbed it in the garage. I was like, just in case, I might. And eventually, he, you know, we met a couple times, um, got on the skateboard, and I thought, you know what? I'm 38 years old. Yeah. We went through a global pandemic. Right. I just had a baby. Why not start skateboarding? Get out and live. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm still learning, but uh, just meeting an incredible community here and yeah. trying a new sport. That's amazing. I love that. And on top of you being a boarder, your husband is a musician. He is. And he should be. his music should be on this very radio show. I, I would love that. Tell me about your husband and what he does. Yes. So for anybody listening, his name's Dave Walther. He was in a band called The Dusty Pockets. Cool. Out of Bozeman, Montana. Okay. And we just moved here a year ago. So yeah. now he's getting his feet under him. And he will be the artist in residence at the Jasper starting in February. Wonderful. So Thursday evenings. Uh, come check him out. He's an Americana, yeah. kind of new country, a little. He grew up playing the blues. So there's a lot of blues influence Ooh. in there. It's kind of all over. I love it. We're going to have to get him on this show. Have him it. perform live in studio. Get some of his music on here because yes. that is exactly what we do here. Yes. Fantastic. I'm glad we connected for so many different reasons. Me too. You just came to Fargo a year ago. Correct. What brought you here? 
Well, we grew up here. My husband's from Detroit Lakes. Okay. I'm from Fargo. Okay. But we've been gone for about 16, 17 years. Yeah. Just, you know, after high school, college, vowed to never return, right? That's <laughs> the thing that everybody says. And it's too flat. It's too cold. Um, so we were living out in Montana, right. t- kind of traveling around the world, yeah. a few different places. And had a baby. Yeah. And realized the importance of family. We're so lucky to have family back here. So last, so I guess two summers ago, okay. traveled back to see family, not thinking about moving at all. Was not right. even on our radar. And we sat on the river with yeah. our baby in the green grass. Yeah. You know, of course, it was July, so it was gorgeous. Yeah. And we thought, oh my gosh, maybe we could do this. Yeah. And... A few years ago, actually, I was I had started a company in Montana and was invited to speak at One Million Cups, which oh, is now cool. Startup Brew, yeah, and uh, which starts tomorrow. And that's how I first got introduced to the new Fargo. Yeah. You know, Fargo twenty years ago was very different. Yes. And now, when I came back to speak, I thought, Oh my gosh, what is this city? I don't. Right. I don't even recognize. Who it. are like, you? Who are you, people? <laughs> like, this is so cool. Yeah. I mean, there's a Northern Thai restaurant right next to your studio. Here. Right. You know, like this stuff is popping up. And yeah. so then, when we came back with our baby, we thought, Oh my gosh, maybe this is it. Yeah. Yeah. It's an awesome city. You and I had the same epiphany because I left about that many years ago as well. I went out there and going. Uh, what I want to do is not here. I've got to go out and find it. So I went to New York City. I went to Los Angeles. I went to Las Vegas, spread my wings. But when it came time to move back to Fargo, I didn't know what I was getting back into. And I'm like, what is there? Yeah. I've worked in entertainment for all these years out in these big uh, these big environments. What does Fargo possibly have? Lo and behold, within the first month, I get offered to do some radio here in Fargo. And there I've been doing go. it ever since, working with event coordinating, that sort of thing. And I'm going... This was not the North Dakota I left. I am so impressed with the growth and the opportunities we are providing here. Same. And I think the spirit that's happening in Fargo is very entrepreneurial. Yes. In that 20 years ago, I was asking myself, maybe like you, what can Fargo give me? Right. right? What can I, what, what do they have for me? Yeah. However, it's changed to what can I build here? Because yes. Because it's very open to that. Of what do you What do you want Fargo to be? Right. And that's very welcoming here. We have such a wonderful community. Not only are we very entrepreneurial uh, supportive, but we're very community supportive. People see when we have something that's near and dear to our heart, we're very passionate. They want to come out and they want to support you. I agree. You know, and we have such a great community. I mean, look at Giving Hearts Day coming up here. I love Giving Hearts Day. We make national news with how much money we raise here in the community per capita for the envi- or for the uh, the nonprofits in our community. That's that's tremendous. It's astounding. I mean, it's like, what is it, tens of millions of dollars? Yeah. I mean... And every Incredible. year, we keep increasing the nonprofits, increasing the amount of money that we raise. And we're going, how can we beat last year? That's a lot of money. But it's almost kind of like Fargo Moorhead and, and everybody that's paying attention to Giving Hearts goes, hold my beer. I, you know? <laughs> Watch this. We got it. We got it. <laughs> I want to come back and chat with you more about Startup Brew. New year, new season tomorrow. We are so excited. Uh, you've got some killer guests lined up for tomorrow. Oh my gosh. I know. I can't believe some of the people that, are, that keep coming on our stage. And tomorrow is just another day of incredible speakers. So we have... Tomorrow, Startup Brew, 8 to 9.30 yep. at Drucker Brewing. Yeah. Free coffee, free Thunder Coffee. I love, love the crew at love Thunder, Thunder coffee. coffee. And tomorrow we have Catherine Finney. She's the founder of Genius Guild Investment Group. And she's a Wall Street Journal bestselling author of what? Build the Damn Thing, How to Start a Business <laughs> If You're Not a Rich White Guy. How about that title? I love it. She's incredible. So look her up. Yeah. Because I can't believe. So the reason we have her here, we are so thankful to Concordia. They're inviting her to do a much longer talk 
o'clock tomorrow okay. at noon. Okay. So definitely check her out. And they helped us get her on the stage for Startup Fantastic. So she's coming over here because she's supporting the Black Student Union at Concordia. So Love it. Let's go support her. Yeah. We also have Eddie Massey III. He's the founder of Catalyst Robotics out of Atlanta, Georgia, a company building autonomous mobile health clinics. Amazing. How does that even work? What's an I mean, autonomous mobile health I clinic? I don't even know how to spell it. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining. You know, when we were in LA, we saw those. Have you seen those like robot buckets that carry food? They do food delivery. Yes. They're robots. Going to that, that's kind of how I imagine this, like a mobile Amazing. clinic. I don't even know. I'm yeah. probably wrong, but we should hear Eddie talk about it. Yeah. You know, your startup brew here in Fargo, Startup Brew Fargo, has become something that is so highly respected and credited here in the community. I imagine there's a lot of people knocking on the door going, I want to be a part of this. I want to speak at this. What is kind of the criteria when you're selecting who your speakers are going to be? That's a great question. It is a mix of art and science. Yeah. We try to stay, not try, we are very fair and transparent. Yeah. Um, but it's hard. Yeah. Sometimes we, you know, they also need to fit together. Right. So it's, uh, you know, who when uh, Jeremy spoke of Fix It Forward Ministry, yeah. we had him speak with um, a, a biotech company. Yeah. But they were both putting ethics first. And right. that was really important to us. So Clever. we kind of have a theme there. Yeah. Uh, and so what we require is that the speaker must be an original founder or co-founder. Right. So they had to have come up with the original idea. Yeah. We don't allow franchises. Right. And a franchise owner is kicking butt. They're working so hard. Right. However... They weren't the original idea. Right. And so they get a, you know, when they buy into a franchise, they get the marketing, they yep. get the safety net, although it's very, very hard work. Yeah. We're looking for those unique, innovative ideas. Absolutely. We call it going from zero to one. Yeah. Somebody who went from absolutely nothing to building their own thing. Let's go back here a little bit. You had said this was previously 1 million cups. It is transferred into Startup Brew. Kind of give us the backstory on what 1 million cups was and how that's different from Startup Brew. So One Million Cups started a, almost a decade ago, I want to say. And wow. we have some guests and volunteers who have stuck with us all those years, which is incredible. Yeah. So One Million Cups is part of the Kauffman Foundation, and they're okay. national. Um, it started out with the idea that if we can come together over a cup of coffee and share ideas, it will benefit the whole community. Okay. And it truly does. Right. So we've kept the model, but we just wanted a little bit more flexibility than being part of a, this national model. Right. So we decided to leave a couple years ago okay. and branded Startup Brew. So yeah. it's completely unique to Fargo. We've added a few elements that are unique to us. Um, we've expanded the crowd size. The One Million Cups really likes the small, intimate, which definitely has its place. Sure. And we wanted something much larger that right. would be a part of the whole community. So yeah. now, you know, we're back up to pre-pandemic numbers, back up to 200 Fantastic. people in the crowd. And um, we've got random acts of art that come yeah. in. We've got music playing. Just a fun, energetic so morning. So cool. What was the initial concept behind wanting to do this? I mean, like you said, we're, we're a community that's very supportive of our entrepreneurs. What can I build here? What was the thought process of going, how can we support that community, not only by giving them a platform to come out and share what their idea is, share what uh, what it is that they want to achieve here, but you also provide what we can do to help you grow this, help support this, help give back to this. What are kind of some of those things that people can look forward to when they're involved with Startup Brew? So Startup Brew is a program within Emerging Prairie. Yeah. And the the founding of Emerging Prairie is a really cool story. Yeah. Greg Tavine and a few friends yeah. started Emerging Prairie 10 years ago okay. when they went to Portland, Seattle, Boston, and saw the startup communities. Yeah. There were hackathons. There were, you know, drinks out with founders. There were all of these events, and they thought... 
well, we have tech and startups growing in Fargo, but there's no support for them at all. Right. How do we bring people together? So yeah. that was the original idea is how do we bring people together and offer support? Right. You know, we're not trying to compete with the small business development center that helps write business plans. That's sure. not what we do. Yeah. We bring people together and offer the moral, emotional support, networking, ex- like networking on steroids is, mm-hmm. is that stero- uh, startup room. Yeah. And- steroids, hash, thunder coffee. Right. Exactly. <laughs> same, same. <laughs> so One Million Cups was adopted as a way all right, if we can give people free coffee, if we can get them in, yeah. let's put the founders at the center of everything we do. And that right. still is part of our mission. If yeah. we can put the founders under the spotlight, let them share their story, and then we can support them. So yeah. our last question that we ask at Startup Brew every week, which we've carried over from one, from one Million Cups, is what is one thing we can do to energize your work? Yes. In a sense, how can we help Great you? Great question. Yeah. And I tell people, I prep them ahead of time. I say, don't just say awareness. Yep. This is your golden ticket. Ask for what you really need. Right. So we've had people say, I'm looking to hire. I need another co-founder. Uh, we're looking to do testing. And people get connected. That yeah. audience is so supportive and wanting to help. I love that you said people get connected. Tell me a little bit about a story of where you, a success story, a memorable story that you saw build from a startup brew and saw it just blossom into now something a little bit more, something that's grown all from a connection or an opportunity that was made at a startup brew. Give me a success story. Oh, gosh, there are so many. Okay, I've got a couple. So Will uh, started coming to Startup Brew. He was an employee at a uh, robotics company here. Okay. So he was not a founder. But yeah. we have a lot of people who just come and they want to get inspired or they right. want to network. So he started coming, started introducing himself. And uh, he just kept coming and kept introducing himself. So I thought, okay, this guy's sticky. There's something here. Pretty soon he tells me, I have this massive Cold War museum collection. Oh. And I, oh, that's really interesting. And then yeah. he has like, I think a space you know, collection and space tra- you know, He has all of these things. And he has this idea for a museum. Pretty soon he's talking to Joe Burgum, the co-founder of Folkways. Right. And he's talking to other individuals at Startup Brew. And, and I'll, you know, I'll say, wow. oh, you're interested in museums. Go talk to Will over here. Yeah. And he gets connected. Pretty soon he's he just developed a museum pop-up incubator kind of idea. And he's got into um, an accelerator here in town. Right. He just went to Entrepreneur Day at the Capitol and got to talk to the governor. The governor is very wow. interested now in his idea. Wow. And Will has started another company doing some homeland security this is way beyond me. I don't even know what yeah. he's working on. But he is so inspired now to be a founder. Right. And it's all from those connections I just saw that he was making in, in that audience. That's amazing. And, I, and there's another, Roland Alendu. He started Alendu Textiles. It's a textile recycling company. Right. I saw him in the forum, invited him to speak at Startup Brew. He just started meeting more and more people who said, I want to connect you. I want to get you more more plugged into the community because yeah. he said I've been here for five years mm-hmm. he's from originally from Togo oh. and but he said I don't really feel like I'm a part of the entrepreneurial community right oh people heard that and yeah. took him under their wing and then he joined one of our cohorts that we had last year a little mini accelerator and now he's building a tech platform so people can sign up to de- recycle their textiles and he's scaling it and he's working with a co- uh, company here in town I amazing mean, it is just incredible what happens there you know I can share a, a success story on more of a, a personal uh, level as well. So when Jeremy from Fix It Forward Ministry was there, uh, there was a, a gal who works with, I believe, FM Rotary Club, the, the PM session. She wanted him to come and speak as well. Well, he did that last night through the connection he made wow. at Startup Brew. And with that now, they want to put a, a group together to do some volunteering. And uh, what can they do to help raise awareness for maybe the donation dollars or help build partnerships? Yes. And that was all something that started 
over here at Startup Brew and has just connected and gotten to this level over here. So that's I on a personal level. And I think we're seeing a lot of those connections and those success stories through Startup Brew. I think so. We call it our on-ramp into programming yeah. and the on-ramp into the startup community here because it's for everyone. We have Absolutely. one of our volunteers, Roger. He's been there, I think, the longest. He's been there since the beginning, 10 years. He's, uh, I believe he just turned 80 years young. Wow. And he... It meets everyone and he's super connected yeah. but then so we've got him to call young college students who are just coming into Fargo yes. and want to get connected to people who are hiring or looking to get hired and everything in between it is Wonderful. the place to get connected in Fargo. it truly truly is I have a question coming in here from some of the listeners and one that I see right off the top of my head and it's a great question Dawn she's been going to these startup brew uh, uh, meetings as well you did a great first year here how are you looking to set the bar for the next year? Like this upcoming season here, you set the bar pretty high last oh year. Had a great year. Oh, Don. How do you feel <laughs> like you're going to be topping that and doing even more with Startup Brew this year? It has been an incredible year. Yeah. We have a great team. We have a community that rallies behind us. So this next year, what I'm really hoping for is an even larger audience size. So we are at Drecker, but we'll be moving over to Brujala when they're done. And we're so excited. Cool. So that allows oh, that's us more just space. right down here. Oh, yeah. So Brujala is connected to Drecker Brewing. Right. And that's the new indoor market. So yes. very entrepreneurial because oh, they'll cool. have all uh, local vendors. Yeah. And then there's a hotel. It's going to be awesome. Oh, so fun. So we're expanding, which means we really want to expand our audience size. So we need to get the word out. I also want to increase the caliber of speakers that we have here of people who who are super innovative, whether that's very early stage, it can yeah. just be an idea, yep. just a well thought out idea to, you know, somebody, a veteran entrepreneur who's been around for a really long time. I'd also really like to increase the diversity on stage to have yeah. more people of color, more women, yes. uh, more students, more, you know, anybody who really wants to get up there. Uh, it's going to be a big year. Yeah. Uh, I just got another question in here from a listener. Uh, you've been doing some of the outdoor ones during the summer over at the Island Park area. They just heard you talk about Brujala. Does that mean during the summer you're going to stay with the Brujala or are you going to go back to Island Park for some of those outdoor uh, events? Great question. So this year we were outside at Drecker. Their patio is yeah. gorgeous because we know our audience loves to be outside. I yeah. mean, who doesn't right. in the summer here? You have to. You have to. <laughs> so we were actually at Island Park during COVID. That was really the only way that we could stay uh, together was to you know, socially distance and yep. be outside. Um, however, we'll just keep it easy for you. We'll be outside no matter what, but at the Drecker or Brujala Fantastic. Uh, campus. That's wonderful. I got another question coming in here from a listener, and that is, are you already booked up for the season or do you still have space down the road? Where Because so, they have some suggestions of some people that they'd like to refer oh, over to you. Oh, we love suggestions. Okay. Please send them to StartupRufargo at EmergingPrairie.com. Uh, or go to our website and there's a referral form. We do have space. So we're pretty booked for spring. Okay. Um, and like you've heard, we do have strict criteria. Right. However, some of our best speakers have come from referrals from the community. So send yeah. them in. I think what's great too, and somebody made this comment, what they love about Startup Brew is you automatically think entrepreneur. You're thinking somebody who's in a, a stuffy suit and has an office, doesn't even connect with his staff. These are people that you're seeing in your own community. Might be your neighbor. Doesn't have to, doesn't matter on the size of the startup no. that they've created. It's just the whole idea that this is the person finding and creating and owning their uh, their own nonprofit here or whatever it is, the business that they're getting into. Uh, kind of explain uh, the, the certain amount of... I guess you, you got into the criteria, but I'm getting... I'm getting into... What I'm getting to here is people are loving that you don't have to be 
at this level in the game. You can exactly. be you can be just getting started. Exactly. Kind of give us a story about somebody who just got started. Uh, is at the very be- beginning stages of their game, and they were able to come to Startup Brew and and uh, be a part of this event. Absolutely. So we do say we want a unique, innovative idea. Yeah. It doesn't need to be a $10 million company, right. but it does need to be unique and innovative. And somebody that spoke last year who I really love was um, Revere Family Farms. They, I don't know if you heard about this one. I have. They farm crickets. What? And nobody had ever heard of them before, but yeah. we got hooked up because another part of uh, Merging Prairie is Grand Farm, and that's our Ag Tech Innovation Division. Okay. And they had heard about this cricket farming, that it's extremely sustainable, right. you know, high in protein. It, this is the future of food and protein. Wow. So I invited him to come speak. Did you have some? I did. Oh, what'd you think? This was this was a scene on stage <laughs> because I, uh, you know, I've, I was in theater and yeah. something you're taught in, in improv. Something you're taught right. is to you have to say yes. Uh-huh. You can't say no uh-huh. on stage. And he pulls out, and during the Q and A, he pulls out a bag yeah. and says, "Do you want to try some?" <laughs> and in my head, I flash back to my high school drama coach <laughs> that she would say, "Jennifer, yeah. you have to say yes." Yep. So I said, sure. <laughs> they were delicious. They are. They kind of tasted like popcorn. Right. It was great. But yeah. then he, he and his wife also made chocolate chip cookies with cricket powder. Oh. They were outstanding. So we loved him so much, we actually brought him back for TEDx this year. Oh, so cool. So it was great. But they're starting out. They're in Moorhead. Yeah. You know, they're not somebody that you're going to see at all of the networking events. And, right. And um, they said this was very new for them, but it was amazing to yeah. see him speak light up during the Q&A and then come back for TEDx and be a part of it and wonderful uh, and it's just awesome you know and then we do get the you know tomorrow like having Catherine Finney she's you know the founder of this huge investment group out of Chicago so we have all stages all levels all welcome and here's the fun part everybody gets six minutes that's it I don't care if you are President Joe Biden, yeah. you're going to get six minutes, yeah. right? And so that's kind of sets a level playing field. Fantastic. Not to put, obviously, any level of where you're at in the game uh, down or anything like that, but I think people get a little intimidated by going, I'm not at that level. And that, is that the level I got to be to get heard on a platform like Startup Brew? And it's so wonderful to hear. You can just be starting. Yes. You know, that's so wonderful. Uh, tell us again who your guests are for tomorrow morning. Brand new year, 2023 Startup Brew, starting tomorrow morning. Tell us who your lineup Brand is, new. what time. We are kicking off Startup Brew tomorrow at Drucker Brewing at 8 a.m. 8 to 8.30 is coffee, 8.30 to 9.15 is programming. We have Catherine Finney, founder of Genius Guild Investment Group and the best-selling author of Build the Damn Thing, How to Start a Business if You're Not a Rich White Guy. This is going to be good. <laughs> and then we have Eddie Massey III, founder of Catalyst Robotics out of Atlanta, a company building autonomous mobile health clinics. Fantastic. You always ask the question at your Startup Brews, how can we energize what you're doing, what can the community do? What can Fargo Moorhead do to help continue with the success of Startup Brew Fargo? Please come. Yeah. It is so fun. If you've got the time, fit it into your schedule. Uh, and tomorrow, I would challenge you to invite a friend. Ooh. Come bring a friend. Uh, if you're worried about taking time off of work, yeah. we actually hear a lot of bosses say, no, go. I want my staff there because yeah. it's great networking. Fantastic. And they come back extremely inspired. So I love this. Come bring a friend. Come support. Spread the word. We want to see you. And come say hi tomorrow. Come yeah. introduce yourself. I tell you what, we got a lot of information in there. I know we were on for a little bit here. If you missed any of it, don't worry we're gonna have the playback link posted at this side of country wherever you do social media but where can we find startup brew fargo on social 
Instagram and Facebook um, and follow us on LinkedIn. That's where we post all of our event details. Fantastic. Jenny, thank you so much. You were so fun to talk to. I could just go on and go on and on and on with you. So I hope you'll come back again soon. Absolutely. Let's let's make this a monthly thing and and, uh, get excited for who we got coming up in February and March and April because you're on to something great. February is a big month. Just to give you a couple little teasers, we've got Giving Hearts Day. We're going to hear from Sweet Shots, uh, Chapter Aesthetic Studios, Lake Shirts out of Detroit Lakes. It's going to be a big month. I'll tell you more next month. Fantastic. And you've got a great uh, great lineup for tomorrow. Thank you so much for making time. Thank you for having me. We appreciate what you're doing for the community and all the entrepreneurs. Oh, thank you so much. You're a part of the great growth we got going on in Fargo-Moorhead. Thank you so much. This side of country.